0: This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Hopefully you're catching this show on Independence Day as you throw them on the grill and have a good time out of all over Louisiana and all over these United States of America as we celebrate the 240th birthday of Lady America. Our guest on today's show is retired Marine Colonel David Cuvion, who makes a return visit to the podcast 225 Studio, and it is a good one. It is free-flowing. I think we just call this one solving all the world's problems because we just chew the fat and shoot the BS about a great number of topics, and it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Man, he is an, he's an alpha type A personality, and I love that. He fits in around here, and we have a great conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy it. We talk about everything from terrorism to the presidential election to kids today. I mean, it's, it's the ultimate get-the-hell-off-my-lawn kind of uh, attitude by two guys that I think, uh, like I said, I, or at least I hope you guys will like it. So without further delay, part two of our conversation with retired Marine Colonel David Cuvion here on the Clay Young Show. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people posting your company's logo on the podcast 225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on the clay young show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience get more information by calling 225-214-1550 that's 225-214-1550 welcome back to the clay young show Back with Colonel David Cuvion. Now, listen, let me just say this as a disclaimer as we get into this. It is the afternoon uh, as we sit and record this show before the 4th of July. But many of you are hearing this show on our Independence Day, uh, the 239th, no, 240th birthday of these United States of America. And I knew that off the top of my head yeah, without it was a a script 241st front of me.
1: Marine Corps birthday. So, yeah. Uh, this that, year. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I, it confuses me a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and so we're sitting here and enjoying great conversation. And yet again, we, we let you into what we can almost call our digital courtyard. This is he and I sitting, and <laughs> you guys are sharing in the kind of. We're doing this conversation sans the cigars.
1: Yeah. Sands of cigars Clay won't let me Smoke in his office Yet I
0: could I might Don't tempt me As Rush says Tempt Tempt (laughs) Tempt
1: So uh, Rush has no Problem Well hell He he (laughs) built the Building
0: (laughs) Well when I Build the When I build the Building instead Of rent the suite We can do that
1: What's your your other Hero Cigar Dave Doesn't have a Problem (laughs) doing it Either so come on No you know
0: But man talk About you you, Listen the oxygen In a room with Rush (laughs) and Cigar Dave You might choke To death man That's right so uh, first up, let's begin uh, on not a, I, It's somber. Uh, it's it's jarring. You know, you think about Orlando. It is yet another mark in a timeline, a descending timeline of Islamic terrorism. That has overtaken so many parts of the world and more so the Western world where we used to years ago, as you remember, turn on the evening news and we'd see that stuff going on over there. Now we see that stuff going on over here. So you were just back from China. Yeah. uh, When this happened a couple of Sundays ago, most of us get up, you know, routine, you turn on the news or you see what's happening. And when you heard about this. What was your first thought?
1: Um, again, you, I, you know, when, when you and I first met and started talking and, and we got into a conversation about 9-11 yeah. and we talked about terrorism and we also said, and I said, it, you asked, is it going to happen again? And I said, it's not if, it's, it's when. when. right? And every time it happens again, I'm going to say the same thing. When. Because it is going to happen again. Um, the way that the, the the Islamic terrorists are are working and how they're doing it. They're 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 striking at the giant. Yeah, uh, you saw Game of Thrones Sunday night. I did, actually I got, I've never watched. The okay, show. you haven't. All right, so one, I need to do that. I'm getting browbeat by everyone. One one in the battle, which is the giant, uh, was stung by a thousand arrows or, or, or a lot of them. But it's the same thing that the, the these organizations are doing. And you and I've already had this conversation that terrorist acts are. Designed to make people, or make countries, or make groups of people um, anxious, afraid, afraid especially, yes, uh, to to be looking over their shoulder constantly, to mm-hmm. to fight amongst themselves about what, why, how, if, when, then, neither yeah. nor, why? Yeah. I, I mean, you go through all of them, and it, this is exactly what happens. So they feed. Um, on people who have problems with themselves, both either in uh, psychologically, self You mean the people that they
0: can get to join. Right, they can get, yeah. they get the people
1: yeah. to join a thing. That doesn't mean that the people who are doing this, and let me make this clear, because I'm going to sound kind of strange right now. Um, one of the things that people said uh, after this occurrence was that this senseless murder, and I always shake my head and it goes, it's not senseless to that guy. It's not senseless to the Islamics, to the terrorists who are doing this. It makes perfect sense to them. It to makes them, perfect sense as a terror, as a strategic and a tactical move. But they're not normal. No, no, not at all. Well, they're not normal in the Western sense. they they are in their own sense. Don't.
0: Yeah, but normal to, among wackos is still not normal to, amongst everybody else. You know, uh, they're once, they're once, throwing them off buildings in other places.
1: Yes, and they're beheading them. and, yeah, they're, and they're them being gays and homosexuals. And you and, know, and they're taking slaves. You know, sex slaves, yeah. and they're um, selling kids. And uh, you know, it's th- just depravity. A lot of evil in the world. You know, you call it depravity. They don't. But Be see, careful. that's the thing.
0: This caliphate that that they're ho- uh, mm-hmm. hoping to bring about is an end it's a it's a means to an end and there's so much about this to talk about and we're going to get into it because we've got time to do it and and we just started on uh, this right here so uh (laughs) too bad this isn't television so y'all can't see what it is that's right but but this this thinking I believe is evolving now you are the person who has experienced this up close and personal, but may, can I tell you what I mean by evolving? Sure. I think the usage of social media and Western forms of communication to propagandize people is different. This guy in Orlando who chooses to post on Facebook, mm-hmm. who's boasting with his wife to mm-hmm. call 911, mm-hmm. not to report the crime, but to take credit and to pledge his allegiance, his allegiance to the head of ISIS. This is new. It's, so how can it be based upon some traditional fundamental b- belief uh, or practice of Islam when some of these practice practices seem, seem to run perpendicular to what they say?
1: Just like you said, evolution. Everything evolves in how people um, see things. And in a modern world, even today, you know when you hire millenni- millennials in a job yeah they work differently than you and i do yeah, that's or right. our parents have or that's our, right. our grandparents yeah it, and it's the same thing the people that they're recruiting for these terrorist acts are different so they appeal to them in, in their own ways when i was in iraq um in 2003 the method to get the information across was cassette tapes. Yeah, They recorded cassette tapes, and they handed them out by the dozens, and people popped them in a the cassette recorder and listened. Yeah, and, and it's really not that different. If you'll think about it, even um, St. Paul, uh, St. Peter, the founder of the, the Roman Catholic Church mm-hmm. and, the, and the early Christians— They sent out the apostles to the different areas. That was their social media. They sent people out. They walked to another town, and they gathered people around and talked to them in the square. You know, even Free Speech Alley at LSU is the same type of thing. So
0: you think this is just a continuation of of an old practice? It's the same
1: thing and by different means. I stand corrected on that. Because we now have different methods to do that. It's still the same thought. Yeah. It's just a different method.
0: So then that being the case, what is your reaction to him claiming allegiance to ISIS this way? And at some point held he kept hostages, which has been a new wrinkle in what they've done.
1: Uh, he was born in America. Yeah, he born is an in United, Born yeah. in the United States. He was raised up with that. He saw the news media that was going on in the United States. He saw what hot taking hostages does. He saw how Americans reacted to the, to those situations, how the police reacted, how other mm-hmm. people reacted. And it's just a mindset that, you know, he incorporated into this terrorist act. I don't think it was anything maliciously thought out or planned that, hey, I'm going to take hostages to make something different than what's happened before. I think it was just, you know, an idea that he could prolong uh, the killing or prolong the the uh, the story, if if you will, as it was going on, that that he could get more attention and more attention mm-hmm. and more attention because that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Again, we go back to what does a terrorist do and why do they do it? They do it to get people aggravated, to get people nervous and anxious, hmm. and to get people looking over their shoulders, to get people <laughs> arguing with each other so about what, why, how. Let's
0: when. talk about the 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 great debate over. Islam and this guy and the the characterization of what it is. Now, me personally, I do not believe in telling people what to believe or not to believe. So I, I'm not going to participate in that because I, I don't think it's my business. However, people have for years committed atrocities on others in the name of religion. Absolutely. It's a historical fact. In fact, for those people who have read the Bible or believe in the teachings of the Bible, if you, if you th- when you think about the crucifixion and the nature of what that was, you, you can't deny the twisting and manipulation of people by using kind of a warped version of religion. And I don't want to get too far down a rabbit hole here because I'm not a theologian, but no. I'm, I'm saying that to make this point. There are people, ISIS,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Al-Qaeda, all these groups that have come and gone, use, they justify their actions under the guise of their faith. So in this current reality, you have people who are doing these atrocities like this guy on one side. And on the other side, you have people who are practitioners of Islam who don't have an interest at all in killing anybody.
1: Absolutely. So
0: Absolutely. how do you reconcile those two truths in a society you know, where the, people the, are not the, wanting to hear it?
1: The 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 Roman Catholic Church or, or Christianity as a whole went through a Reformation in the Middle Ages. Yeah. And um, the. the Islam itself hasn't gone through that reformation. It hasn't gone through a modern entity that, that's happened. And you have to—one of the things that people conveniently forget is that Islam was birthed in the desert. Right. And birthed with the Bedouin uh, mentality, and it's very tribal, very cliquish. Um, that's most of the um, abhorrent things that people find out about Islam, such as, you know, the women having to wear the— the Dashikas and yeah. the, uh, the, not Dashika. That's no, Arab- uh, that's <laughs> not, <laughs> not dashikas, that, That's African. That, that's African. But uh, people, you know, women wearing the, job. the, co- the, the hijab, yeah. wearing the covering, and um, multiple wives, yeah, um, and uh, uh, child sex mm-hmm. uh, uh, or the thing. It comes out of that culture that yeah. was necessary in the desert for people to to live and to, to propagate. And to, to survive on that thing, and it infiltrated or inculcated there the religion that was developed through that through that same same item. So that culture continues to manifest itself in, in different areas. When you go to see Islam in uh, Southeast Asia uh, or even the Philippines, it's, it's it's different. They still read the Quran and the and the Hadith, mm-hmm. um, but they. They practice it in a different manner. They don't have the uh, Bedouin background or culture or the tribal background and culture that's so ingrained in the Middle East or or the uh, more Near East like India and Afghanistan and and the southern part of uh, uh, Russia. Um, So it's not quite as virulent, and they don't pay attention to that. But there's never been that schism, Mm -hmm. despite the fact that there are schisms in Islam, Mm -hmm. Sunni, Shia, um, uh, a number of others.
0: Saddam was Sunni Muslim, was he? Saddam was, yeah. Su- Saddam yeah.
1: was Sunni, um, but he was a more secular yeah. type. He was a, a modern construct who had um, been raised with uh, communists and British uh, army and mm-hmm. a, a number of things. that He moved more toward the Western style.
0: That's what I was going to say. Talk about for a moment, you mentioned it on our Memorial Day show, about what you found in your time as the governor of Wasit province in Iraq. You talked about the reaction that some of the locals gave you and members of the military who were serving in Iraq and how they did have a sense of gratitude about what we were doing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um,
0: Why is that narrative—well,
1: you, you just, just speak to that first. That, that When we first got there, um, they were suspicious. When we were in a mostly Shia area mm-hmm. um, next to the Iranian border. Um, they were mostly—after Desert Storm, the United States had encouraged the Shia to rise up against Saddam and over, overthrow him. Okay. But um, the United States didn't support that rebellion and allowed uh, even though our our ceasefire agreement didn't allow Saddam's Air Force to fly, the mm-hmm. jets or bombers, um, they didn't say it didn't say anything about helicopters. And Saddam flew his helicopters and smashed the uprising in the Shia held area on the thing. And a lot of death and destruction occurred in, in that in that portion. And so but the, his the wasn't ship, in
0: the name of any faith. No, he no, was it, in
1: the name of Saddam. I yeah. mean, I'm doing he was, it because I'm the ruler of Iraq. I'm going to do what I want. Sociopath. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, you're not going to take my power away yeah. from me. Yeah. You know, I, I stalemated the United States, yeah. is basically what he was saying. Hey, yeah. you know, they didn't overthrow me. I'm still in power. Right. Um, so they were skeptical when we first got there. Yet once at least in my area and in some others, we were showing that we were willing to try to work with the people to bring them a better way or bring them right. more more freedoms and things. They became more accepting, and they, they tried to, to see it work. That's not to say 100% of them were that way. There were still people who were, uh, you know, the white devils from America, uh, mostly formatted by the Persians, mm-hmm. coming in there, uh, you know, making that assertion and trying to format that uh, aggression against the United States. But the people you know, they were willing to they were willing to learn they were willing to think and I said this, I said this a long time ago. I, I think that democracy can work with Islam that there are portions of Islam that understand that. The, um, the Ummah itself is the idea there's no pope in Islam there's mm-hmm. no single focus on a, a, a single leader that sure. does that. So each Ummah is a local regional or city group of um, Sheikhs or religious people who make the rules and, and make the interpretations of Islam and, and uh, um, the Hadith, which is the writings of, of Muhammad uh, after the Quran or outside of the Quran, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do what they can to maintain their own power, just like local politicians. Yeah. I mean, you start thinking about, you know, uh, politicians in the south and Louisiana, you know, the parish sheriff who runs roughshod over <laughs> things, or the county sheriff somewhere in, you know, in Alabama or yeah. Georgia. You know, we can go boss hog with the thing. You know, thing. <laughs> you know, just think about it. But that's what uh, they do. Buford justice. Yeah, but that's what they do to maintain their their thing. And right, wrong... Not everybody. Sid's no, no, a good no, guy. No, <laughs> no, no. Right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, times change in, yeah. in the United States, yeah. and we have opportunity to correct our Absolutely. mistakes. And we work on correcting our mistakes. Right. Despite everything people talks about how bad United States, we work to correct our mistakes. Well, you know, but, but so, but to go back, these people try to maintain their power within that, and they format that, just like people. Some people in the United States are willing to to keep down other people, to not let them gain power, or mm-hmm. to utilize them as a power as a power base without right. giving them power themselves. Right. That's the same thing that happens. Just political and geopolitical. S- and you talk. You started off by talking about religion, but you know wars haven't been fought only over religion. They fought oh, no. over oh, resources. Sure. They fought over land. They fought over women. They sure. fought over men. They fought over a number of things.
0: Well, then, but you go back to this now because the question that everyone is asking, uh, especially during a presidential election, is what do you do about it? and i certainly don't have the answer you know people say you you kill as many of them as you can and i can understand and get along with that but it isn't an enemy that wears a uniform it isn't a country that you defeat or take it is an ideology that seems to be spreading among people who who have some something in them that makes them feel validated by this kind of thinking and, and that, it's and, wrong but how do you tap into that
1: and, and how it grows um i found pervasive in the arab culture the bedouin culture is that if they think they're winning that people will flock to them and they will go with that do you think people the, believe isis power. is winning in many cases some of them were they see a resurgence of a pride yeah you know i keep telling you. Quit thinking of them the way don't look in the mirror when you're looking at them. Don't yeah, think well, that, that they think the way that you got do. That right. I told you before, they think what they're doing is right. Yeah. Okay. And then when they see a sense of pride, just like, you know, when LSU beats Alabama, you have that sense of pride. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to the thing, we're better than them. Well, not necessarily. It's just two football teams, it's a sporting event. It's, right. You know, people really don't get hurt in that. Right. But, but that same mental chemical reaction in your brain. It's happens, what they get from the murderer happens else, people happens everywhere, and you know, um, you t- I know you took speech and 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 thing, and, and you talked about they talk about social facilitation. Sure, preachers learn social facilitation. Yeah, salesmen learn social facilitation. Yeah, salesmen learn. You know, you get three yeses from somebody, you got them hooked. You get, you know, <laughs> you, you can you can make the sale, right? Yeah, all right. They do the same thing. You you foster a winning attitude, and you and you get converts, and you get people in because they feel they're on a winning team, and they feel good about that. So how do you beat them? You beat them, and you make them lose. One of the things. Meaning what? Drill down on that. Let's go. Let's go down back down another path. When I was in Desert Storm, I, I learned one of the key phrases in the Arab world: "Inshallah," as God wills. And we talk and I talked about this. You know, I learned this in business and I learned this in the military as well. An Arab has a lot of rhetoric about him. They will not answer yes or no when you ask them a direct question. They will beat around the bush and not try to commit themselves to something until they see what's the winning side and what's the losing side. Then they, you know, then, oh, well, I was always on the winning side despite, you know, I'll use my rhetoric to, to, to garner that. So if you, if you, as a businessman, you, you scheduled a meeting with an Arab businessman and say, I'm going to meet you at, at 1 p.m. this afternoon, well, that Arab businessman may show up at 1, he might show up at 2, he might show up at 7 o'clock in the afternoon, in the evening, expecting you to be there and meet him. Why is he late? Inshallah, as God wills. If God wanted me to be here on time at that 1 o'clock, I'd have been there, but he wanted me to be there at seven, so I'm here at seven. Jeez. Okay, and th- it's that kind of play. What I saw in Desert Storm was, if we initially attacked uh, an Iraqi formation, they might give us anywhere from two to fifteen minutes worth of a decent fight. Okay, and but as soon as they felt that they were losing, inshallah, Allah didn't want me to win today. Oh, given up, I had enough. Done, done. We're wow. finished. That permeates throughout their society.
0: You think—so what you're saying to me is if we pound the hell out of ISIS to the degree that
1: it's clear that we've got the upper hand, you're, you think they will back down. How do you think Saddam Hussein maintained his stranglehold? How do you think the Ayatollah Khomeini and Khomeini maintained their stranglehold on, the, on their countries? How do you think the Saudis— oh, They were bullies. The Saud House does does theirs. They don't let people get the upper hand. Right. They maintain the upper hand by hook or by crook, however they're going to do it. That's what happens there. Even even down in the sub-political levels from the um, the leaders, quote-unquote leaders, of those areas of those countries, down to the tribal chieftains and the sub-tribal chieftains, think of the mafia the same way. I mean, it still works the same way. And, mm-hmm. and that little fiefdom or, or even, you know, the... Uh, the Mexican or the black gangs in the urban neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. They do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I control my area. You come into my area, I slap you down. You follow me or, you get your, or yeah. you're out of here or you're dead. Yeah. One, one way or the other. Until you beat them, nobody's going against them. How do you beat them? People don't like to talk about war, and they don't like to talk about what war really means. Let's talk about it William. Here. William Sherman, <laughs> first president of Louisiana State <laughs> That's University. That's right. William Tecumseh
0: right? Sherman. War Reading a hell. book about him, he was no joke.
1: War is hell. War means killing. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. He went to and
0: extreme measures, uh, and, and I put extreme in air quotations, to get the job done. He felt like I'd smoke you out, burn you out, starve you out, freeze you out, whatever he had to do but to secure victory. he wasn't the victory. first one. No, he wasn't the I first. I
1: mean, you know, the Romans. yeah. <laughs> run roughshod and maintained an empire yeah. over how long? Well, so we go back uh, to what do you do? You become the Romans. Which means? You go in and you maintain control by hook or by crook or whatever it takes to do that. The hell with what the press says in the United States. Because that's, the hell with what TV says. But with, that's the what's, what's going to happen. The hell with what people say about, oh, you can't do this to people. You know, the firebombing of Dresden, Killed way more people than the two nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. The firebombing of Tokyo killed way more people than the two nuclear bombs. Russia laid waste to their own country to stop the German army. Yeah, We can go back to um, the Mongols. Man, they, this is a little bitty tribe in the steppes of Mongolia mm-hmm. who had no agricultural thing, but they spread out and made an empire from the Danube to the Chinese Ocean, from Siberia to the, to the Indian Ocean. Yeah. And they controlled it. But I, and they but, controlled it by hook or by crook. But hook. in
0: 2016, where politicians don't make decisions without seeing what the media reaction is going to be, which is unfortunate. And, it's,
1: and there's, there's a controlling aspect yeah. of that. Because, in, you know, in most cases, you know, we're talking about the bad things, but I've been all over the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And most of the people that I meet are good people. I, and I, I would and agree with that. You know, people talk about gloom and doom and all the time, oh, the world's going to hell, this country's going to hell. You know, and you stop and think about it. The only thing different now, really, in life, is that we now have a media that punches up all of the bad things that they happen. blow you everything think up. about yeah. and you think about the bad things that's all you hear is about the bad thing but i tell you the same thing i, I talk to people all the time and i tell you say you really your circle of friends how many of them are evil or bad and you'll go not many or, or, <laughs> I, I, but, if i catch you you're gone but most <laughs> but evil but, evil e- and but bad is but subjective. i guarantee you evil. know i guarantee you know some evil people oh hell yeah but you I say to around my, politicians you say, you oh, walked right man, into that Man, you just one, throwing Koof. that one you down. You walked right into that one, Koov. But how many How many of your friends are really, your circle of people that you know, not yeah. even just friends that you know, are not good people?
0: What define good define
1: evil. Okay, there, you, now you're starting to... No, to because, because if you're talking, evil being... Who who will actually do you harm and not even think twice about it.
0: Friends of mine?
1: None. 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 But how many people who are, you know are bad people who will define bad? You know, if they will take an opportunity to steal something from you, if everything is yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, in but, that in that but, regard, well, in that regard, you hope you don't. Right. But as you as you well know, I keep a small <laughs> circle. <laughs> I got I, that's a whole other discussion. But but, you have, yeah.
1: but but again, my point is. Yeah. Thought, thought, start thinking about circles around yeah. around you, and in ex- ever expanding. And even, but it isn't and the even same. As you expand, you still. Wait, but Colonel,
0: but Colonel, it isn't the same as someone. Yes, it who is. Was stra- yes. No, no, no. It is. It's not the same as someone who would strap a bomb to themselves and walk into a, a preschool and detonate it. I don't. Ha- I don't know any people that I believe are capable of that. Are, are, do I know people who possibly are? I guess. But They're, if I knew someone they, was no, capable no, no, of no. that, they wouldn't be okay. considered a friend of mine. Play,
1: you have. You know people that have the capability to do that. They may that, no, that, that, but that, not being that, friend. I know may, some
0: people in media in this town that if folks if folks knew what I knew, they wouldn't be left alone in a building with them, let alone a there, room.
1: There's a uh, okay now. Now you got to throw it on yourself there. Uh, not me. Uh, nah,
0: <laughs> I don't like people enough to be to be a bother to them.
1: There, the the capacity J- for joking. a human being to fall to evil. Yeah, is there. Yeah. On, in every human being, sure. and there are some things that will trigger something or thing. But and it, some but, people, some people take less of a push than others. But it some goes people back, take a long
0: push. It goes back to the definition of evil. Are all people capable of telling lies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are all people capable of taking the the quick route or the the, the cheat route? Absolutely. Every person alive has the potential to do that. Not everybody every, will.
1: Every person alive has the opportunity to justify their actions, Absolutely. Too. That's
0: right. Absolutely. But for me, and, and again, this is subjective and this is just me, there is that that we just spoke about, and then there is the level of depravity of this guy in Orlando, the the, 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 the guy from Lafayette in the theater, uh, the guy who shot Gabby Giffords, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, and O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Okay. There is now again, anybody is capable of, there is a capacity de- correct, of depravity on certain levels. But that's why I always ask, what's your definition? Because I try not to throw judgments at people because anybody is, anybody's capable of making a mistake. We're but, human.
1: But you're asking for the definition, so you're asking for the line. And I'm telling you that the line is different for different people. That's,
0: and that's my point. Okay. That, that's the point we are, we are agreeing. It's like if you say, do you have friends who, who are potentially dishonest? Well, all of us have the potential to be dishonest. Dishonesty is not telling the truth. But what's the varying level that you're talking about? Dishonest in that you would rob a bank? steal from the company you work for, um, you know, stealing from the church or something like that, or dishonesty in that, uh, I can't think of, I can't tell, of I'm going to
1: tell a white lie so I don't, don't hurt your feelings, you know. Yes, you there know, you go. Does my butt look fat, fat in this dress? I ain't looking no, at it. No, not at all. You don't uh, wear dresses, <laughs> do you?
0: So, 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 I you know, I just, I just mean when you're talking about this, most of us can't get our minds around
1: it. Correct. And that's, hard, and that's hard for people to do because life experiences in, for a lot of people don't tend toward that area. They tend to see what they, they see in front of them and they don't look at other people. And like I said a minute ago, don't look at other people like you're looking in the mirror, sure. like you expect them to act like sure. you would act, because sure. they don't. Nobody, Everybody has a different personality, and they have their own ways and means and how they do things and what they do and how they do and how they think. And their life experience is different than yours. I don't care yeah. if you're twins. Sure. Your life experience is different than your identical sure. twin. L-
0: let me ask what some people would consider an uncomfortable question, but I've known you long enough to know that you'll eat this up. Not, not that you enjoy uncomfortable, although you were a colonel in the Marines, so you eat that for breakfast. Trump mm-hmm. says ban Muslims. And he's toggled, no. he's toggled back and forth between banning Muslims and banning Muslims from Syria.
1: Banning Muslims from terrorist territories or ter- or terrorist sponsoring countries, and that's how I read it. Um, I, I got to tell you, uh, I um, an eye opening thing for me. I'm serving on a grand jury at the moment, and a lot of times still, yeah, I'm 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 not through. Um, he didn't but,
0: tell me what, but uh, uh, you did tell uh, me you were doing that right.
1: Um, but a lot of times, you know, something happens and. The, the, you know, people make a snap judgment. I made a snap, I made snap judgments too about things that happened. And then all of a sudden the evidence starts coming in and you mm. start l- reading and looking and seeing different things. And well, the story, there's a lot of stories out there. And people talk about you got to listen to both sides. You absolutely have to listen to both both sides of the story. Um, and the same thing with Trump. The, the guy talks off the top of his head without a teleprompter, he makes comments mm. and, he, and he thinks. He's not as measured as he should be. And one of the reasons he does that is the same thing um, preachers, public speakers do they start gauging the crowd and they start seeing what excites them and they start seeing what motivates them. Public speakers do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And they they get that social facilitation going and you you know you get everybody to stand up or you get everybody to clap and you find out what that is and you start hitting that same yeah. theme over and over and over again cuz you get that crowd behind you. But that's it's self-serving. Head, that that is self-serving and I will agree with that. And and I don't think there's anybody who will disagree that Trump is not but, self-serving. But he
0: is, but that, that is not the same as An extemporaneous speaker who can talk off the top of his head about a a
1: wide wide range of of subjects. But he but he has a specific goal in mind to get elected. Well,
0: I and I understand that because they both do. And absolutely. and, And most and I can't say all because I've actually known some electeds who are so tied to their ethics that there have been chances to pursue higher offices and they didn't do it because it wasn't in their personal plan. I respect that a great deal. I do too. And it's Absolutely. rare. Uh but when he talks when he when he gens up and I don't want to say that but when he makes these kinds of comments about Muslims and Islam what do you think the reaction is? And some people will say why the hell should I care, Clay? But I think I think some you, you people, should. What what's what do you think the reaction is in other places there, when they hear that? Is it a
1: big in deal in other places? Yes. Um I would say that in the Arab world, they understand rhetoric, but they'll but they'll turn the rhetoric right back around on him because that's what rhetoric is. You you fight rhetoric with rhetoric. Okay. Um, I think other people uh, use it for self, their own self serving means politically. What they politically for what yeah. they believe or how they believe or how they want things to turn out or to look like. Thing because everybody's playing an angle at that point. When you're talking president of the United States, yeah. you play in an angle. Yeah, everybody's playing yeah. an angle. And do you think I it think hurts him? Oh yeah, I do. I do. I think he he needs to be much more measured in how he talks. Uh, um, the thing I'm not, saying, I'm not the, saying he has to be conciliatory. No, anything, no. but he has to he has to choose his words wisely.
0: <clears throat> One of the things that happened after Orlando that you saw was the reaction of the public, and then the reaction of the electeds. And I see a recalcitrance on both sides to discuss the things that I think they should at least have a conversation about. And I'll throw a couple of examples at you. One, calling this an act of Islamic terrorism to me isn't demeaning to Muslims when this person is claiming this action in the name of an ideology That professes To be doing the will of God That's one But having And, and I'm a gun owner <laughs> But having a discussion About People with mental illness Or people who are on Say a no fly list Having a harder time getting He's a gun Missing the point I think and, and, Well you can tell me why But, but I think I think I didn't like the pivot to the discussion about gun violence at they're, all. They're
1: they're avoiding the, the particular right. subject, which you and I were just right, discussing right, in right. half a minute ago. I, I don't. I
0: don't. I don't agree with the pivot, and I think these two things are are separate because of one thing in this over here. But there are times that both things can be true. Yeah. You can't. You have to address what this is and what this guy's motivation was. However. If gun manufacturers and companies that sell guns know that someone is on a no-fly list, I don't think that is infringing upon your and my right to keep and bear arms. And I think in, in, in a society that we live in now, this guy could have done this with a bomb. He could have done this with a knife. He could have done this with a flamethrower. It didn't have to be a gun. But both things can be true. And again, you're talking to a pro-gun guy. So first up, the absence of an interest in calling this what it is, and then and and well, I guess three things. Second, the pivot away from what it is to a discussion about guns, but also why don't we address the people who aren't who probably should have a harder time getting
1: guns? We live in a free country. Absolutely, and we have uh, a constitution with the second amendment guarantees the right of the people absolutely to keep and bear on
0: and it, that should not change
1: and that should not change so anytime you have a list of arbitrarily designed however way without without that's true. going through a legal process that's true. without going through a legal because you can end process, up on
0: that list without ever having done and, anything and,
1: and that's one of the things that the, the nra said Previous to the to the Orlando situation yeah. was, you got on the list and you had no way to fight to get off. That's right. Okay. So how do you clear your name? You know, it's the same thing. How do you clear your good name when somebody falsely accuses you of something?
0: That's that's okay? true.
1: You can't bring a lawsuit against the federal government. You can, but you're not going to win. But see,
0: this is good. This is the discussion that they're not really they're not having. having. No, so right, then, absolutely. so so that being the case, because I think you and I would agree that a criminal doesn't have to have a particular tool to want to bring about crime. They'll, they'll find a way you
1: can find a way they're inventive.
0: But on that portion of the discussion, I'm trying to find a way to, I'm trying to find a way to not make it about the gun and more about the person holding it.
1: But, but you're, you're skipping the point is that it's not about the gun. I agree. It's, It's, people who make it about the gun that's the problem okay 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 there's the difference they've taken a situation to say hey i've got a political angle that i can grab onto and turn this to my advantage because this is what i want to see happen Mm -hmm. they're going to completely ignore the real point of what happened Mm -hmm. and why it happened and make it about something else because they have a different agenda that they want to go after
0: what do you think that agenda is that agenda is to
1: get rid of um, weapons in the United but States. But you're not going to do that. I, <laughs> They're that, not going to do that. You know, Don Quixote tilted at windmills. <laughs> Come on, Clay. That, these, that's exactly what's happening here. They will tilt at windmills. But, you know, it wasn't going to happen that gays were going to be able to marry either. Well. You know, some things change, and people change, and, they, and a political movement can go long enough that things can change. Can there be an amendment to do away with the Second Amendment? Absolutely. It can happen. It can also happen by fiat, whereas people allow it to happen. The old saw about putting a frog in boiling water, he's going to hop right out. But you put him in tepid water and bring the heat up, he's going to stay in there until mm-hmm. he's dead. Mm-hmm. That's, the that, that's the same thing that's the same thing as happened. You keep pounding and pounding and pounding and making the other person feel guilty about what happened, why it happened. And you play that guilt, and you continue to play that guilt, and they go, okay, I, you know, that's only a little bit. I'm not. I'm going to have it. I'm going to accept that. I'm going to go with that because I don't want to hurt your feelings. I right. want, and I want to be seen as a compromiser. I want to be seen as meeting you halfway. See, I don't. But, but even when meeting you halfway is giving up half of your yeah. ethics. See,
0: you're spot on. In my opinion, you're spot on. Some may disagree. I think you're you're, you're spot on. I think the discussion about guns. Shouldn't be about calling the NRA a bunch of names or castigating people like yourself and myself who may be gun owners. I've got no interest in harming anyone with my gun um, (laughs) unless. I can't say what I want to say because it's going to be misconstrued. Let's just say if you have a gun for protection, uh, protecting your home, that's one thing. Having a gun to go out and cause someone else harm is another thing. But that is a societal discussion about a person's intention, not about the gun. Because, again, we don't
1: convict people on intentions. And that's right.
0: So someone can use a knife. Someone can use a bomb. Look at these boys in Boston. Okay. They, they, they didn't use guns. No.
1: And people didn't go running around, and start talking about where they get the explosives and how right. they're doing that. And we, the that but discussion see, never happens. But see, a bomb, to people in a bomb, you know, they think of the old guy with the beard and the, and the little round bomb yeah. the, you know, with the, the stem cartoon thing, because it. yeah. you know, it's stemming it and they throw it around and, they, you know, oh, nobody gets that anymore. No. But they see a, a gun and a, and, a, and a gun is pervasive in this side. Yeah. You see images on television. You see images in the newspaper and magazines. You see it when you're walking around. You know, thing. Almost everybody in this country has seen the Western and the guy whipping the gun out and and having a showdown at noon. And you see that everywhere. So a gun is visible to people, and it's a it's a emotional yeah. response because everybody's in the United States. No.
0: So, I'm going to say something that you're probably going to disagree with, and that's okay. And some people may.
1: You don't have to tell me it's okay for me to disagree with you, because I will if I need to. Uh, Yeah, well, you kind of do anyway. (laughs) you know.
0: But I really don't like it that some of these idiots in poor communities shoot up houses and shoot at people and are shooting at one another in crowds. I don't like it when I see stories about bullets penetrating the wall of a house and hitting a little girl in the chest. Or like these two kids who were Southern students who got caught in the crossfire... Of some morons. I don't like that. And I do want to do something about that. I I would like to see that change. But I don't know that taking I don't know that banning guns is the answer. But I don't like it. And I I think there should be a discussion and people who are much smarter than me, who have the science and the background and you know mental behavioral patterns and all of that stuff. I would love to see a solution. I wish I I wish I had one. I don't, but I would love to see a solution to that. Wouldn't you?
1: Absolutely. Unfortunately, talking about a solution that's right. Don't make it a solution. Well, that's right. And so that's until right. there's action. Oh, so so what's so where do you where do you come to the action part? In the late 1800s, in San Francisco, the vigilantes mm-hmm. took over the the town because it was lawless and it was the thing, and, and they went. Now, what happened with the vigilantes is. They started going overboard. Yeah. All right? But they were a, quote, unquote, reasonable response to a yeah. situation that was going on at the time. So how do you have—and that's what happens when you have leaders come up. Is that leader going to be a good leader or a bad leader? Are going to lead them down a path that's ethical and worthwhile, that, that has a, a, a focused end in what they were going to do and how they were going to do it and where they were going to reach to that, even though the means getting to that end might be very horrible? Yeah, I'm and but you know, you know, uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly talks about all the time. You know, Chicago and the, and the killings in Chicago, and you had fifty-four, uh, you know, um, uh, forty-nine deaths and a number of wounded in Orlando, but over the same time period that we've been talking about it, there have been about uh, uh, four hundred shootings Listen, and, and killings in Chicago, I, I, and nobody's nobody ra- a I've about. I've ranted it. about and, that and, on this you know, show a and, whole lot. You know, uh, yeah, after Katrina. We put the National Guard on the streets down there. The National Guard ought to be on the streets in Chicago. You got to be kidding me! They ought to be. They ought to be on every corner, rounding people up and, and shutting shutting down the city That's- and doing the thing. And but we're afraid to do that. Yeah, we're afraid to do that to take back control because because we might hurt. An innocent person, well, or somebody might, be, or somebody might be inconvenient some kind of way, or nothing, or a politician might not get reelected because, because they, oh, the, you know, the man is coming.
0: You can't, pa- you can't pacify evil. You
1: Without, have to, you uh, have to eliminate no, it. Absolutely, thank you. And
0: and I agree. And so I guess what I, you know, I, I challenge friends of mine who are electeds when I have conversations with them about things that are happening. Um, and I know for most of them, people who are elected are friends of mine, not because of what they can do for me. It's, it's because we're friends and generally speaking, many of them I knew before they were elected. And I always like to hear how they came to their conclusion when they say they're going to either offer legislation or they've got an idea. Not that I disagree. I'm not saying this, that I say that when I disagree, I just want to know, how did you formulate the end? And I don't hear anybody seeming to try to formulate an end to gun violence except to say, get the guns off the streets. Well, you know what? People who don't intend to murder anyone, now people can say, well, in a moment of rage or, or losing your judgment, you, you can grab a gun and do harm. You can do the same thing with a knife.
1: We have laws for that. And one of the, one of the problems you talk about to politicians is the, the, the biggest problem in our country in my Estimation is politicians who think something happens now. I gotta do something. I agree. No, you don't. I agree. You can condemn it, yeah. you don't have to pass a law specifically, yeah. tightly wrapped around this specific incident so that this incident doesn't happen again. You could, in the human nature, you can never eliminate. I agree. Human incidents or changes or anything. It's just impossible unless you have such a lockdown society.
0: But even in those, it, it, it doesn't work.
1: No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't you know, work. Even in the Soviet Union, uh, as, as oppressive as it was, even in Nazi Germany, as oppressive as it was, even in communist China, as oppressive as it was, there were still people who were outlaws. There yeah. There were still people who were working their own scheme and, and whatever it is. Even in the deepest, darkest urban jungle you can think of, mm-hmm. they got people scheming and working to make their, their own lives better. Yeah whether it's evil or not however sure. the case may be they're trying to work work that's how human beings work that's how human beings progress you know i
0: think i might solve i might title this show solving all the world's problems <laughs> i think we've done a great job with that here let's talk about america
1: there you go it's
0: her birthday and we we are on this show people get together unlike memorial day where you don't celebrate uh, memorial day it's it's a moment of it's it's a day to remember it should be a moment period of, of remembrance mm-hmm. But you celebrate the 4th of July because it is a celebration of the creation of our nation, a nation that has seen. No, no,
1: no. It's not only celebration the creation of our nation, it's celebration of creation of power that the people have assumed with themselves. Absolutely. The Democratic Republic is an institution that was created that is like any, no other that is. uh, No doubt. that, That appeared before. Right. Okay. And the United States became a beacon to the rest of the world. That is phenomenal.
0: It is phenomenal. And she has had great days, dark days. She has had uh, days of, of deep reflection because America, outside of being a massive body of, of land, is a nation of people. People are imperfect. So wherever there are people in an institution, it can never be perfect because we are imperfect. But it's like Jeff LaDuff sat here, Uh, a few weeks ago and said, pick a place somewhere else and I won't go there. There's nothing better than being here.
1: (laughs) Being all around the world. I choose to live here. That's right.
0: So then when you think about America, to you, uh, a member of the armed forces, and I still say armed forces, and someone who's had the the great privilege of representing our country after 9-11 in Iraq, running a province, which would be considered, it's like a state. When you think about America, what do you think?
1: I think of my home, and I think about the opportunity this country has given me. Mm-hmm. When, when I was born, I hit the lottery in life. <laughs> I got that quote from Clay. I was going to say, you <laughs> stole that from me. <laughs> I'm glad you beat me to it. You did beat
0: me to it. <laughs> you stole that from me. That's good. But it's a good one, it's and, a good I, one. and I will
1: use it. I won the lottery in life. Because I've been all over the world and I've seen what other people live like, and I've seen other people, and I've and I've been in good places too. I mean, I've been in France, and Germany, and Italy, Mm -hmm. Lithuania, uh, Norway, England, uh, China, Japan. I mean, I've I've been all over the world, so Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen what other people look like, and you know, everybody looks, and they might say America does bad things, yeah, but they always look at America with a longing, yeah, that you know. Those people have the right idea. Yeah. Maybe they don't put the idea in perfect play every All the time. time. Yeah. But one of the things that I've noticed about our country is despite the wrongs that we've done, mm-hmm. the bad that has occurred in this country, yeah. this is one of the one country in the world. Who really tried to correct its mistakes. We might have dialogue yeah. back and forth about how to correct it. Right. But we actually do try to figure out a way to make it right.
0: Listen, I love America. I'm black.
1: I'm white. There, there, was, a but, period, okay.
0: there was a period in our country's history where black people were treated horribly. And I want people to think about this for a second. It was not a great place to be for a period when you were black or a female or, and gay. or gay. But over time, and that's a thing to think about, there are countries that exist. There are continents now where people of a certain look, ethnicity, ethnicity, or culture are treated the same way in 2016 as they were treated in 1816 absolutely but in america in 2016 versus 1916 a black man's in the white house regardless of what people think about his politics the thing is no, no, the good
1: thing about america is people think about his politics and not about his race but
0: but that's the point it's it's this is why America is great and different. Just think about that. The evolving justification of love. I said this last week, Cove, after the 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 incident, the terrorist attack in Orlando. And I don't go in for the mushy as you well know, but I said this. Hate in the long run never wins and love is undefeated. And the thing about America is the evolving the if, you cannot suppress what this nation was created to be. And if you're, if you hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, the reflection has to be borne out in the way we govern. And over time it will be proven true or a lie. And the more days go by, it keeps being proven True.
1: Is that fair? Absolutely. You made that particular quote that all men are created equal. Mm Self-evident. And there are people who will say, but at the time, this was happening. And it goes back to my point. In the United States, we live to an ideal. We may not have that ideal, but we try to go toward it. We try to move toward it. We try. We literally we flagellate ourselves mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. doing this thing and and we look and sometimes it's ugly when we do it mm-hmm. but we still among the majority of the Americans try to figure out a way how we can live together and how we can support each other and how we can be a great country and how nobody can go hungry and how nobody can discriminate against somebody else and how we can do that are there areas or people that go against that absolutely
0: we're pe- but, we're human
1: we're human beings absolutely but but Throughout history, we try to evolve to be better. Absolutely, and we try to reach try to reach that goodness in all of us.
0: Over time, like I say all the time, a truth will be borne out, or or a fact will be borne out true or proven a lie. Yep. And you see what happens. Listen, for all of the diverse feelings about homosexuals in America, and people say, "How could you?" Well, it, it's a truth. After Orlando, there was no discussion about that because the one factor that mattered is that the people in that place were Americans. Absolutely, that's the only category that mattered. You
1: know, we go—is that fair? Absolutely, yeah, it's fair. We go, we go. You know, again, around the world, or go talk to somebody else, and um, I go talk. To a black man, I go talk to an Asian man, I go talk to a gay man, yeah. I go talk to somebody, and you know we might have disagreements and everything, but as soon as somebody else comes around and say, "Well, wh- who are you?" I'm an
0: American. <laughs> Bang, I and mean, yes, you go, sir. you go, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, You know,
1: so it, you you know you might not like what America stands for at yeah. any at some point and a thing but you still identify yourself as that and you want to be us. and you want to be and you want to be that and and for the, most of the people who have anger issues at the United States have the wherewithal to go somewhere else they I can't. always say that but but yeah. th- but there's I, I'm not saying Where you gonna go? I'm not no, I'm not saying America lover to leave it yeah but if you have the wherewithal to go somewhere else and you want to stay and change it and form the United States in your image of what's right that's that's your god-given right in the united states that's your inalienable right in the united states that you win that you may not win what you want to do oh by the way that's the other guy's inalienable mm-hmm. right to make sure you don't get that but you the, don't get where that is the
0: the ability to disagree with someone and be okay is something that seems to be lost in society you know, I, nowadays. I have,
1: I have a friend of mine. I play, I told you before, I play war games. I yeah. still play with toy soldiers and things. Yeah. And and this friend of mine is the biggest atheist liberal guy you ever saw in your life. And mm-hmm. he, you can go on YouTube and see him. I'm not going to give out his name right now. But he's a, he's a great human being and individual. I love him as a person. And he and I don't agree on a lot of things politically or even socioeconomically. Mm-hmm. But we could drive to Birmingham together and have great conversations, right. listen to music and right. talk to each other right. and, and still be friends. We yeah. don't have to, uh, you know, we don't come to fisticuffs or yeah. we don't think that the other guy is stupid. Matter of fact, this guy's way smarter than yeah. I am by, yeah. by, by many stretches of the imagination. And uh, but I like him. Mm-hmm. And I think he likes me. Mm-hmm. And that's all there is to it. That's, that's all that I, matters. I, I, have a human, I have a human interaction yeah. with him. And in the United States, you can continue to have a human interaction with somebody who's completely different than you.
0: And I joked earlier about not, uh, not liking people enough to allow too many into my circle. And, you know, obviously I have a like for people because I've spent over 20 years of my life trying to help people as much as I can. It's, it's something that I care a great deal about. What I'm not a fan of, uh, of is some of what we do to one another. Uh, and that's not a racial commentary or gender commentary. What I mean is it's the total opposite of what you just said. I don't have to find someone does not have to have my interests. They don't have to agree with my politics. They don't have to share my feelings about religion or sports or finances, or anything, I can actually just like a person and enjoy their company just because of them. And we have lost that to the degree that people feel like you have, it's a control thing. And this is why I keep a small circle, because I never want to lose compassion, you know what I mean? I never want to lose the ability to see a need that I may be able to help with and just help Just because it was the right thing to do, not because I wanted credit. And I don't know where that's going or where that's come from or if that's always been there and I just never noticed it. But I do think as it relates to government policy and the way we are moving in a political structure, that we better get to a place where we can at least sit across from one another at a table and have a discussion or we're screwed. Because I can tell you from the inside, when the politicians feel like the people don't want to talk to one another, they don't talk to one another. And then nothing happens. Nothing
1: gets done. And so I want to counter that. Okay. One of the, just what you said is one of the great things about our country. One of the other great things about our country that actually turns into a negative is the helplessness that you feel. When you see somebody, no, no, you missed me. You read me wrong on that I'm talking in general. I'm not, <laughs> oh, okay. talk, I'm not talking about you specifically. <laughs> the helplessness that you feel <laughs> yeah. when you see something that's an injustice or a problem, yeah, and you feel helpless that you can do something about it, yeah. And there are occasions that no matter what you do, that incidents or that injustice will never change. Will no not change. question. Yeah, and that that is a humbling yeah. experience. For everybody. One of the things about the people in the United States is we try to avoid that. Or we try like hell to find a way to make that happen, even though it's never going to happen. You know, a man with no legs is never going to get legs. Yeah. I don't care if you put artificial ones on him and think he's never going to have legs again. Right. And, you know, you can feel that you try to work that. And there are any number of innovators that have gone out there and tried to do things to help other people. They've succeeded in many cases and they failed in a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. But the prop, the thing with the United States is people continue to try to find a way to succeed and to bring that Man, issue back. I'm a, I, I'm a testament to that <laughs> you know, of, of
0: just never wanting to give up. And as you say, I'm, I think sometimes the best help you can give people, some people, is no help.
1: You know, in the Marine Corps, we call that commitment. Yeah. You're committed. Yeah. And you're going to, you, whatever path you're on, You're committed and you're going to find a way. And and the Marine Corps, when, um, you know, we took one thing in the Marine Corps is we talk about a lot of our heroes that we've done a lot of times. And we show that um, a a, bona fide hero made a commitment and he did something regardless of the outcome to Mm -hmm. himself. Mm -hmm. He charged that machine gun nest, he jumped on that grenade, he did what he felt was necessary to protect his buddies or, or to to move the, the campaign along or whatever the case may be. Um, that's commitment. And you can have commitment in many different ways. In small ways, writing a check to somebody and right. something. You can go to somebody's house and help them. You can right. you know repair the roof or anything. But you can have commitment. You can just sit with a child and talk to them sure. and ask them doesn't always and, mean and, money. And, no, it doesn't. And it doesn't always mean that that commitment is an over encompassing life goal oh, sure. that does it that oh, does sure. the thing that you have to do. Sure. But the thing about Americans, United people from the United States is they're they're willing.
0: Yeah, Regardless
1: of all of the stuff everybody talks about bad about the United States, the United States still is the most generous nation in the world no when something happens. No doubt. Go back to Orlando. Forthcoming heartfelt sorrow yeah heartfelt to help those families absolutely heartfelt for those people on how sure. they want to do that sure and how can we help what can we do to soothe your pain mm-hmm. that Not only lasts for a little while oh we, yeah and we move on to the next but the thing. fact Something that it was present
0: out. is is important that, that's exactly yeah. right because yeah.
1: it's a mindset in the united states we don't ignore it we don't walk by it we we've we find a way to confront it. We try to do something. Well, th- that's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. I, th-
0: I think it's. I, I think, think it's a
1: bad thing in politicians. Well, it's, it's a good a, thing in everybody. That's else.
0: right. I think having having the ability to put yourself in the other guy's shoes is never a bad virtue. So, uh, and w- no closing segment. We're going to just wrap in this segment with the colonel. But I do want to ask: Have you watched? the ESPN uh, O.J. No, Simpson. No, I haven't watched it yet. You oh told me about gosh. it. Some other people told me about it. My uh, goodness. You know, did you I, know his family was from Louisiana?
1: O.J. Simpson? Yeah. I did not know that. Absolutely.
0: He, well, was, he was born like out That's another there on the, one that got away uh, from
1: LSU. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Millers! Hey, hey, Come we, on, you got to get on that. Listen, we, we're glad that one got away.
0: <laughs> we're glad that one got away, but you got to watch it, Kuf. You got to watch
1: it. I, you know, other people have told me that. And, you know, I I remember at the time it happened. I do Watching too. it, yeah. I mean. Enthralled because there was CNN it. all the time. Well, it was and, only CNN, and, and, and it was only CNN at a time. And of course, the network news at you yeah. know at the, at the six o'clock hour, and you sit down and you watch it, and you and you, you were just enthralled about what was going on and what was happening, right? Because I know when I was growing up, O.J. Simpson was superstar; I mean, he was the man,
0: otherworldly athlete,
1: absolutely. And I, and somebody somebody told me it really makes that point in this in this. It thing. does. I'm, you
0: the beginning of it shows it to you, but. It is so well done. It, I found out that the director or the the documentarian who put this together is the son of Marion Wright Edelman, who founded the Children's Defense Fund. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's interesting, but yeah, it's it is something to see. OJ, and I don't mean this as a compliment. I just mean this as a kind of a statement of reality. He might be the most fascinating person of the last hundred years. Can you think uh, of something? Can uh, again, you
1: think? Can no, 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 Oh man, you, you throw it Hitler in No, 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 in oh, no. There. No, I no. Mean, but, 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 but 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 I'm talking. I mean American. I mean, for, American, for, for I mean American. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh. I mean American. And I, again, I don't mean that as a compliment. I mean, you think about
1: no, no, no. Who has had time person of year has never been somebody who was just right. popular. It was just who has who that had was. this
0: kind of captive, captive attention of America for fifty years. Outside of maybe Lee Harvey Oswald. And, and the Kennedy assassination as an event. But O.J. Simpson in 50 years, I mean, he, he came to the public's he knowledge of him in the eye. 60s. Yes. And went from that to kind of bubbling above the sur- surface as a sports personality. But for the last 22 years has been a pariah of the highest magnitude.
1: Who it, reached the pinnacle and fell off the No, carpet. he
0: jumped, brother. He didn't fall, okay. he jumped. That's
1: a good that's a good analogy. Yeah,
0: he, jumped. he jumped. And it's a cautionary tale about fame.
1: And you know, I spoke to this about last go round where, you know, I, I reached my level of fame in a specific area and yeah. I came home and to be a nobody. <laughs> and it was and it, it's I'm I I, I understand how how actors and politicians It's intoxicating. Became. It it's is intoxicating. intoxicating. I mean I really understand it. And yeah. I understand the follow too yeah. when you're going, Well, you know, I gotta take the trash out tomorrow. That's uh that's the deal. I
0: knock on wood. I, I just pay attention to, to people that I've worked with in this town and uh just you know, I try to keep, stay grounded as much as I can. I got an ego like any other man, any other person, but boy, I try to hold on to the ground for as long you know, as I can. You know, you do can. a good
1: job and I, I appreciate you one of the reasons I like you. As uh, you and I can converse and we can talk on any and, subject, and we, on any subject, and and you know, you know, we lift our glass, we we <laughs> we clink, we clink a little bit, and then we walk off and do our own thing, and we come back together and talk well, again. This and, sh- and there's not a problem. with This that.
0: show is dropping on the Fourth of July, and some of you may be hearing it afterwards. And don't forget, listen, there will be a second show the week of the Fourth of July. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I have been made to understand that I shouldn't break the routine. So, uh, but
1: but, you know, and, and those of you who are listening now, (laughs) tell your friends to listen. Yeah. You know, because you you know, you you know, um, um, I, I, I let some of my friends know people not from Louisiana yeah. say, Hey, we got this, this, this podcast that I, I did an interview on and they go, Oh man, this guy's pretty good. And I said, yeah, listen to some of the other stuff he does. It's uh, local, but it's still, he's still covers well a local of region,
0: regional. And, you know, we talk about some national stuff too. And, uh, you know, I, I tell, I tell this story every year at smoke em. <laughs> I don't think I told it the last time we were here. The, the, well, Koov and I got together at Ben 77, the place that we hold the event, and I wanted to ask him about... No, actually, we met at Churchill's. Yes, we did. And I, I said, hey, I got this idea, and I threw it at him, fully being prepared that he would say, it's the dumbest thing you've ever said, young. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 no. So he connected me with Kristen Carmush at the time, who was working with Warriors for Freedom, a delightful young lady. We met at Ben 77. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. But it started with you. And my thing was, I don't want to do a big ladi da kind of event. I want to have something where we get together, raise money for military veterans. Uh, we do scotch and cigars, and have a and good time doing it. And have a good time. And that that really is all it is, and all it's remained. And it's it's. I just spoke with the people from Chris Kyle Foundation, and they're hoping to be in the number <laughs> next year. They but listen, we just want to have an expression of gratitude. Because I think that it's one of those things that people don't do enough is show gratitude. And and saying thank you doesn't cost you anything, but, boy, it's valuable.
1: The thing that you need to be thankful of is that you are a United States citizen. All of those that you're listening right here, understand what that means and understand the responsibility that you have with that. Rejoice in it yeah. because it's a good thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing. And... Regardless of how you feel things are going with the presidential election, with the governor, with the local legislature. Are you with trying the to bring Congress. us down here? No, what no, are you I'm doing? not trying to bring it up. I'm trying to bring you up because all of this stuff is to the good. It is to the good. Yeah. I was making a point to some people the other uh, uh, yesterday because we're at, at where I work at Blue Cross, we were talking about uh, how we could hire more veterans at, at the company. And I'm saying hmm. You, you know any Louisiana has the highest per capita per capita people in the military volunteering to join the military wow that is a patriot patriotic thing to see and say yeah. and do and that's worthwhile in a small state in a, in a small state we're not talking Virginia or no. North Carolina or yeah. California or yeah. New York per capita four and a half I mean, million to, people here yes you know? and per capita we have the most patriotic people that that, that I agree we see a country that we want to work for we want to defend and we want to be part of and that's man that's encouraging when i see young guys and people come to me all the time and actually say uh you know hey colonel couvion couv or dave can can you talk to my son can Mm -hmm. you talk to my daughter can you talk to them they want they want to do something for this country. and the first question i ask them every time is, why do you want to join and i'm looking for one answer because i want to serve my country Mm. Serve my country. And each individual, you don't have to join the military to serve your country. You can serve your country in many ways. A number of ways, and right. And I'm talking firemen, policemen. I'm talking people who volunteer at their church. I'm talking people who volunteer somewhere else in whatever organization. If you coach a Little League team, if you help out somebody, mm-hmm. if you go to a, a soup kitchen and, and work, that's helping your country. That's being patriotic, and that's worthwhile. Enjoy being an American because it's the best thing going
0: Here's to America, brother.
1: Hey, man. Aye. Let's
0: go have a cigar. See you next week. Ah, see you later this week. <laughs> Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, Call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. This is The Clay Young Show on (laughs) Podcast225.com. Boy, oh boy. You see why I like (laughs) Koov as much as I do? He is a wild card and it was great to talk with him. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed your 4th of July holiday. If you've heard the show after the 4th, hopefully you had a great time, as I said last week. Hopefully you didn't overdo it. And I'm pretty sure I had to take that advice myself, at least I hope. But we appreciate all that the men and women who serve this country have done. And of course, we say happy birthday to Lady America. Now, Couve, as he was leaving out of here, was adamant about me playing... America the Beautiful by (laughs) the great Ray Charles and you know, never ever could I be accused of not uh, helping out my friends and answering a request. So here you go, Kouv. Happy birthday, America.
1: little boy. I remember we always sang these words. Oh, beautiful wild wow, spacious skies from the rain
0: Just amazing.
1: Wild wow. purple <Sings> yeah. oh. And above fro- the front the- of the-
0: America America,
1: America.
0: On oh, yes, he didn't heed me. He clowned that good. don't you remember? Should brotherhood from my sea to shining sea? Promise made, promise <laughs> kept. There you go. The great Ray Charles. Coming up later this week, another edition of the Clay Young Show. Featuring Matt Williams, the morning anchor at WAFB-TV here in Baton Rouge. (laughs) You guys have a great week and we'll catch you later on this week with another edition of the Clay Young Show. On iTunes. On the Talk 107.3 mobile app. And, of course, at podcast225.com. See you later this week. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.